Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. So when you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. Every Wednesday at 7 o'clock, we bring you the council roundup from last night's Springfield City Council meeting, be it a full council meeting or a committee of the whole. We uh, bring you all the highlights, the clips you need to know to get through your day. A lot of conversation last night about the fire department from the prospect of new firehouses and fire trucks to even a little conversation about overtime as we prepare to see a budget brought forward and ultimately approved by the city council. So we'll get to all of that coming up here on the WMAY morning news feed. I'm Greg Bishop. If you want to play along you can do so by joining me on social media just search out bishop on air facebook twitter instagram youtube you can also email me bishop on air at gmail.com so let's get into it last night's committee of the whole you had alderman chuck redpath as the chair and uh he asked the treasurer for uh an update on the city's finances the corporate fund in the month of january had a beginning balance of forty five million seven hundred thousand four hundred seventy one dollars we took in total receipts of $10,751,981. We had total disbursements in the month of January of $8,235,871, which left the corporate fund with an ending balance in the month of January of $48,216,581. Wow. Of that balance, Chair Redpath, the ending balance of the ARPA money in the month of January would have been $14,587,007. This concludes my report. It's a lot of money in, in pocket there. Uh, of course, uh, a substantial amount of it being uh, federal tax dollars for COVID relief, and that's just half of it. Uh, right now, I think they've got 15 of the 17 million they received, and they're set to receive 17 million more uh, in the year ahead, I believe. So we'll see how all of that plays into the upcoming budget and some of the big asks that we'll hear about a little bit later on from the fire department. Uh, but last night's committee of the whole, of course, is where they deal with a whole bunch of ordinances and they determine that they are either not controversial and go on a consent agenda to be voted on altogether. There's a lump sum of bills uh, versus those that are controversial and still need more debates before final passage next week. Uh, so let's get to it. A bunch of different ordinances. Here's one of them read by the clerk last night. Three, an ordinance accepting proposal number UE22-04 with Hayes Mechanical LLC for emergency boiler and equipment repairs for a three-year time period in an amount not to exceed $12 million for the Office of Public Utilities. For consent. Yeah, it's a $12 million contract there. Here's an official from the city talking about what the contract's all about. What this includes is outage work we know is going to happen, <clears throat> then an estimate for emergency repairs that we don't know. We just know over the years approximately what we spend. So that's what the 12 million is for. Uh, the last contract it expires, the current one we're under expires February 28th. $12 million for this contract over several years uh, to help fix boilers and take care of any other types of emergencies. That's a lot of money. Uh, meanwhile, next ordinance up for consideration. Pertaining to cannabis organizations modifying separation provisions. Motion. Second. So this deals with zoning and cannabis operations. 
Uh, Alderman Roy Williams uh, laying out some of his thoughts on why he thinks this is needed. Uh, only agreed to this because it's dealing with footage, 2,500 versus the 1,500. And these are like the setbacks about how far they need to be away from certain buildings and whatnot. It, when it goes through the process, it's only going to be impacting this one particular project, not changing the footage for the whole area. Alderman Sean Gregory also chiming in here. Boundaries that, that we set are a little bit uh, more strict than, than the state guidelines. The state guidelines don't, don't, don't require uh, 1,500 feet. They only require 1,000. So uh, he says that ultimately they're hoping to allow for uh, these types of zoning variances to be requested. Um, and, and these adjustments need to be made for them to have this one business. It's a craft uh, growth uh, type of type of situation. Um, and, and in other uh, communities, uh, they have made some provisions for uh, communities uh, where, where it is hard um, to get these businesses in. So this is what we we did instead of change trying to you know change uh, the whole thing due to time sakes. But we do need to probably address it uh, in the future and, and really look at it so we can find some equity um, in, in this uh, industry. But Alderman Ralph Hanauer read through it real quick, and uh, he felt that it was too broad of a request and felt that the uh, possible change here wouldn't just be for this one craft grow over on the east side, but could be for the entire city. And he's not down with that. Tell us you that, may. but I don't see it that you way. And so that would affect the whole city. And I can't support that in my ward. So a little bit of clarity here on exactly what's going on. Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkle offers that up. The effect is to allow a petitioner to ask for a variance. The current ordinance does not allow a petitioner to ask for a variance. He continues uh, saying that, listen, I mean, you can have this as uh, offering the ability to ask for a variance, but ultimately you got to come back to the Springfield City Council for final approval on any requested variance. So this resolution only allows a petitioner to ask for a variance. It doesn't grant the variance. It doesn't make the change to the separation. And if you recall, the, the way the process works is the City Council refers a resolution, Planning Commission reviews it, makes a recommendation on whether the amendment should be adopted. It'll come back to the City Council for a final vote. So I think that's always important to note uh, whenever they talk about zoning. Uh, there's a long process that's involved in the city of Springfield for people requesting zoning variants. Uh, coming up, we'll have a few more uh, ordinances up for consideration and then a healthy conversation about the fire department and budget dollars for uh, new fire buildings or dollars for new fire engines. And what about that uh, persistent problem of overtime? time with Springfield Fire Department. So stay tuned. We'll get to all of that and more on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West, their downtown location. Available for lunch, Head West Subs. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks for hanging out, keeping you informed and connected on WMAY with the Council Roundup. 
So the committee of the whole last night dealing with a whole bunch of different ordinances and they touch a bit here on the fire department with this next one, but then they tackle some others and they'll revisit more conversation with the fire department. But here's one ordinance up for consideration. Declaring fire truck 16 and fire truck 17 to be surplus property disposal of said property by donation and authorizing the execution of an agreement with Elizabethtown Fire Protection District for donation of said property. So we got a couple of fire engines that we're going to be donating. Uh, here's Alderman Williams asking a question that's revisited a little bit later on. I, I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to, you know, give you firehouses and engines. And then I see this, unless I'm misunderstanding it, is it that this equipment is so old that we don't use it or... or What's going on here? Um, Chief Blau, he talks about how some of this equipment is pretty old and can't really do much more with it other than just donate it. What's their uh, 1994 Luvernes, 28-year-old uh, apparatus that wow. were no longer serviceable They're, and not roadworthy either. Okay. That's why one of them is being sent to CACC. They're going to leave it in place, use it to use to teach how to use the pump, okay. do oh. some hose evolutions, okay. that kind of stuff. It was no good for We yeah. tried to sell them, and one of the websites wouldn't even let us put it on their website. Because <laughs> it's too old. Uh, 1994, holy cow. Jeez, uh, that's 28 years ago? Think about that. Uh, but uh, he also talked about how this is uh, this is good to donate, especially to like the, uh, the Capital Area Career Center, because they also have some uh, possible firefighter candidates there that may, uh, that may be uh, dealing with some of that equipment, learning on that equipment, and so on. So uh, we'll see those being donated, but uh, it does raise the question altogether about the need for more equipment and how do we get all of that properly funded. Uh, so we'll touch on that a little bit later on. But next, another ordinance up for consideration is a big one. Annual appropriation ordinance for the city of Springfield, Illinois, for the fiscal year beginning March 1st, 2022 and ending February 28th, 2023. For debate. So that's the city's budget. That's the annual appropriation measure that uh, has, you know, CWLP, police, fire, public works, the whole lot, the library, all of it, automatic offices, the mayor's office, all of it. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that budget. It's been put on debate. Here's Budget Director McCarty talking about the timeline for public hearings and for uh, uh, what ultimately is going to happen here in the weeks ahead. Next next week is a scheduled public hearing. That is correct. And, and those are published, you know, so we right. will yep. have them, but that doesn't mean you have to take action that yep. that very day. Yep. You can still have the public hearing, and that people can come up and they can speak at the public hearing, and then you still can do amendments and take further action later. Meanwhile, uh, they put that on debate agenda, so obviously we'll hear a lot more about that. And I would imagine you'll hear a lot of amendments as well. So that might actually be a pretty long uh, hearing whenever they do ultimately finally queue that up for final passage. Next up, an ordinance up for consideration. Approving the appointment of Kenneth W. Scarlett Jr. as chief of the Springfield Police Department. Move for consent. Second. Second. Don't we want to hold this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask him, you've, you've had it for a week, you want to you sure? You want this? <laughs> so uh, Chief Scarlett acting right now, uh, and this is the measure that would approve him and the city council poised to make that happen. But Alderman McMiniman wanted to ensure that they have a conversation about a uh, touchy subject that was recently uh, blown wide open by the Illinois Times. I'm not going to ask you to comment on this, but just make a request that there's been a lot of attention given to the front page of the Illinois Times story. Um, that came out with the snow delay. I think it came out Friday or Saturday. And uh, 
that story goes in ten different directions in different ways, <coughs> and uh, perhaps you'll want to maybe discuss that situation in, in executive session with the city council at an appropriate time. Yeah, I think that's something I've conferred with corporation council on, but it's certainly something that we can do. It, it, there's personnel matters involved, and I think it's important that we respect the, um, our employees and their privacy and whatnot. Yes. So they'll likely have an executive session to uh, discuss that uh, personnel matter. And if you're not familiar with that Illinois Times story, we had Scott Reeder on last week who wrote the story, and uh, it's about... Uh, a 22-year-old man who's uh, uh, charged in sexual assault of some minors, and the individual just so happens to be the son of a detective that works on sex crimes. So, uh, kind of fascinating to see that uh, uh, that play out. Uh, will, will we hear any more about it? Will we see some accountability on all of this? Um, so, just... Uh, uh, interesting to see that brought up at least uh, passively uh, at the uh, at the city council last night. Uh, meanwhile, next up is an ordinance for consideration and authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount not to exceed three hundred twenty nine thousand dollars for the Springfield Police Department. All right, so the police department getting about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. What's it for? Yeah, so there's uh, we have the opportunity to get nine vehicles. Right. I believe five of those will be outfitted with a dual air conditioning for the K9. Units. Okay, so that is included in the price. Oh, Wonderful. Good. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So it'll have uh, dual air conditioning for the K9 unit. Look at that. That's, that's neat. Um, meanwhile, um, you've got uh, another uh, another issue here that Alderman McMiniman is uh, going to broach. That starts a long conversation about the fire department's finances. Fire department budget presentation. In the course of that presentation, several aldermen uh, became interested in what equipment needs may exist for the fire department. And we're going to hear all about it. Stay tuned. That's up next. Council Roundup. It's the WMAY morning news feed, 740. I'm Greg Bishop. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs. Last night, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. They got through all the ordinances they wanted to talk about. Also, they highlighted the great work that Public Works did when it comes to removing all of that snow we got. And how uh, streets were cleared. Alderman saying that they got a lot of positive feedback from constituents. But they also got some negative feedback. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be those people who uh, complain their neighborhood didn't get plowed. But uh, some ongoing conversations and evaluations about that. So thumbs up to Public Works. A lot of uh, love given from Springfield Alderman last night. But... Last night also, there was a lot of focus on the fire department. We heard Alderman McMiniman before the break talk about how uh, there needs to be a thorough review of all of the fire department's equipment needs. Yeah, so there's, uh, we have the opportunity to get nine vehicles. And I believe oh, that's the police chief uh, from a previous clip. Here's uh, Alderman McMiniman. Fire department budget presentation. In the course of that presentation, several aldermen uh, became interested in 
what equipment needs may exist for the fire department. And so, is the equipment needs? Uh, is it firehouses? Is it uh, you know new fire engines? Is it uh, different types of uh, breathing apparatus? Or uh, what are all of the the fire department's needs? Right, it's best to budget that, especially as they're talking about passing the annual appropriations. What all does the fire department need? Uh, so, a good conversation here. Variety of aldermen chiming in. Here is Fire Chief Blau. The best. Uh, case scenario that we could put together um, and he's spoken to two separate uh, apparatus companies uh, they both are, are going to be pretty close one of them is Pierce who most of our one of the reasons why most of the the fire trucks that are rolling down the street are Pierce is because the mechanics our technicians that, that work in fleet maintenance are Pierce experts. So he's talking about fire engines and um, the, the the equipment needs, but uh, also what the um, uh, engineers and the maintenance guys, what they're used to working on, what they're experts on. Uh, so that could drive the price. More from the uh, fire chief. One of the reasons why the best way, this is the best way for us to purchase this equipment is that we can purchase it all at once. They do give us a significant discount uh, for the, the pieces of equipment themselves. And then what that also takes into consideration is every year they have a predictive uh, amount of increase that they are, that each fire truck is going to go up. So they're looking to get a bunch of fire trucks all at once um, as a way to try to save money down the line. More from By the purchasing chief. purchasing them now, you get them at today's prices then we can uh, turn around and uh, either finance those, which is at, uh, you know, in the 2.5% range is what we're hoping to get financing for. Uh, we can actually pay for all of the, the equipment that goes on those, which we generally try and scrape together from the rest of our budget. Uh, and it, over the course of those seven fire trucks and over those seven years, we end up saving about between four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars by doing it this way. Uh, we can then budget on an annual basis one annual payment of what will probably be eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred and fifty million dollars. Or nine hundred fifty million. Whoa! <laughs> oh, whoa! God, I didn't know overtime was that expensive. Holy cow! Nine. No. Eight hundred fifty to nine hundred million dollars. What? We're about to get no. Eight hundred fifty to nine hundred fifty thousand a year. All right, that's better. Which would be an increase of less than two percent of what our annual budget is right now. Now, uh, to be fair, he wasn't the only one that slipped his uh, uh, thousands into millions. I think Alderman Hanauer does it a little, bit, a little bit later on. I'll point that out, but it's just funny to hear the hear the reaction of Alderman like, whoa. He, Eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred and fifty million dollars, or nine hundred fifty million. Oh yeah. Everyone's about to get no. Uh, Eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred fifty thousand a year. Which man, I didn't know inflation was that out of control. Woo. Uh, all right, uh, here's Alderman Redpath. Uh, really getting to the crux of some of the conversation here. We're talking equipment. Uh, there's also needs for more firehouses. Uh, so all of this compounding into uh, how your tax dollars are being spent. Have we made a decision on how many firehouses we're going to build? I think that that's more of a, a question for uh, the mayor I, and uh, he and. Uh, Director McCarty, I know I've talked a lot about it. They've asked me for a plan. 
when I originally put together a plan, I was looking at two firehouses. Now I think the, the more prudent thing to do, what I started working on in the last week, is putting together a 15-year plan because obviously you can't redo uh, everything at once. There's just, you know, you, you, there's too many needs. Um, and it's too much money. More from Alderman Redpath. If we don't have to build four firehouses, that we might be able to use some of that money for equipment yep. instead of uh, doing the doing the firehouses, doing the extra firehouses. It's a good point. Uh, so instead of doing four, if you just do two firehouses, then you could uh, you know use the uh, additional dollars for more equipment. More from Redpath. Fire engines for, uh, and, and we know that you need the two, uh, especially the two that you're talking about. And I know there's been some changes on why we might not need the other ones, but we can discuss that at a, at a further time. But Alderman Hanauer chiming in. What, what's the ones that the trucks that we had refurbed? What's that do to them? Does that does that turn the clock back on them? So refurbishing trucks is the question. And uh, Chief Blau said no. Uh, it does not turn back the clock on those trucks. It's still a it's still a ten year old truck. It's kind of cost prohibitive because then you're going to have a nine year old truck right. that you put another five hundred grand in. Yeah. So uh, that's not necessarily the best way to go about it. I mean, it's not like you know they're collectors' items. Uh, right. I mean, a lot of you out there who collect classic cars, uh, you, you refurbish the car because you want to take it to a show and show it off and, and polish it up and make it all shiny and, and awesome. Uh, but that, that's not what the fire trucks are there for. They're there to yeah, go head towards the fire, uh, frontline first responders, uh, and these things need to be uh, uh, top of their game. Uh, so refurbishing is probably not the best route. Uh, Budget Director McCarty gets up there and he's talking about the uh, the the need and the ongoing conversation about possibly bringing in some more firehouses. If the mayor and the council agree to build three, or they agree to build four, whatever the case may be. We would start construction on two of them this year. We've already talked about a timetable for that, hopefully beginning construction this summer, uh, in June or July. Uh, probably eight months to complete. So you're already gonna, and then what we would do on the other one or two, depending on what is decided, we would start the preliminary processes later in the fiscal year, which we'd start expending money. So Alderman Redpath, uh, back on the trucks, talking about uh, the cost and the need. The mayor, the chief, and probably along with the mechanics are going to make those decisions, mm -hmm. and they're going to come back to us. It, it Really, a lot of it is based on how many firehouses we decide we're going to build. That's going to be a big deal. So that's where we're at. So. Determining on uh, the number of firehouses is going to ultimately lead to how much is available for new fire trucks. Uh, here's Chief Blau. Like I said, this is this is the big ask, and if we decide that we're getting two, then we're getting two, whatever. But uh, you know, the, you're the people sitting in front of me right now are the people that get to decide. You know, okay, we should allocate this towards this and this towards towards firehouses. I get that. So and that's something that uh, aldermen are going to be doing and already have been doing, and we'll hear about more the budget uh next week when it's up for final passage uh and something i think a lot of uh, amendments could be coming uh changing and, and requesting different funds for different things and they still haven't yet to hash out uh exactly how much of uh the federal funds the 15 million they've got in hand right now could be used for things like firehouses or for fire trucks but they got to make sure it fits within the guidelines from the federal treasury on how those dollars can ultimately be used here's alderman hanauer uh, I, I like the idea of the financing. I, I really do. But I, I, I want to ca caution everybody 
We haven't seen a three-year trend yet. We're sitting right now just with, and let's be honest, Chief, they didn't put in enough money into your overtime for next year. So we're sitting at 18.3% that we know of, and it's not been audited to where we know that that number may go down. And so we're going to have to put probably anywhere between 750 thousand to a million dollars into overtime Whew. yeah uh overtime's huge uh and it's a definite driver of uh excess cost uh, and if it's not appropriately budgeted then oh boy uh some people questioning even uh you know if, if even if you do appropriately budget uh, if if you're showing that much overtime what does it say about the management of staff uh, so you got to raise those questions as well. But more from Hanauer about uh, increased overtime costs. $1.2 $1. right now is approximately 1% of our fund balance. Oof. So every year you're increasing our fund, our cost, you know, $800, $900 million. Wow, no. So <laughs> I don't disagree. We need it. No, I, I think he meant uh, 800000 900000 not million, because that would be a lot of overtime. Uh, more from Alderman Hanauer. And we're, I, I said before on this budget, we're spending a lot of money mm -hmm. this year. We're, I can't believe the amount of money we're spending. We're spending two, almost two years' worth of money this year. And then got to consider also the uh, tens of millions of dollars in federal tax funds that are coming to Springfield. You've already got 15 plus million in hand after getting 17 million. You've got another 17 million on the way. So that's a lot of money that uh, the city was not necessarily anticipating four years ago, three years ago, let alone two years ago. Uh, Alderman Redpath here uh, talking about the overall situation. This is the year. If we're going to do it, this is the year to do it because you're right. We don't know what the trend's going to turn, so we're buying squad cars, we need to buy some fire trucks, we need to build some firehouses, and we need to do that this year. We can't wait till next year. So, obviously, there's uh, an impetus here to make it happen. Uh, Alderman McMiniman wrapping this conversation up. But I think the equipment is a necessity. As you've said, Chief, you fight fires with equipment. And um, that older equipment, it's got downtime. And I think you're aware of how much downtime you have with some of the older pieces. So, uh, I mean, we're having a good discussion tonight. And I think our mayor, he's got some priorities he's taking care of in his office tonight. But he's listening. I believe he wanted to hear what kind of discussion we had. And he wants to, um, you know, uh, respond accordingly. Well, so. if the mayor's listening, get your checkbook out, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> The mayor is not the governor. He's not a billionaire, I don't think. Uh, get out your checkbook, big boy. That's uh, that's nice. All right, that's your council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs.